Today's episode is about three powerful ways to heal neediness in a relationship, to heal an unhealthy attachment you might be experiencing in your intimate life that is causing you pain, suffering and emotionally draining you. The truth is, relationships at the deepest level are meant to be our source of deepest joy and love, but they can easily turn into the source of our greatest suffering if there is a lot of neediness and unhealthy attachment playing out. Welcome to the Masculine and Feminine Dynamics Podcast. My name is Lorin Kren and I am a relationship coach. I help you to embody your awakened masculine and awakened feminine in relationships and life. Let's dive in. The three steps I'm going to share are going to be step-by-step ways how you can deal with neediness in the exact moment when it shows up. Before I share with you the three powerful ways to heal it, we're going to go into what exactly neediness is, where it comes from, and also exactly how that unhealthy dynamic looks like. Neediness can usually be best described as what psychologists refer to as hits of safety needing constant reassurance, whether it is for their partner telling them their commitment many, many times throughout the day, telling them excessively, I love you, any form of intimacy, sex, whatever that is. Desiring intimacy is only healthy. It is one of the basic human needs. So desiring intimacy is not an unhealthy attachment and it also is not neediness. It's normal to feel when your partner is distant for a long time to feel you want to reach out, you feel vulnerable, you feel fragile because the level of connection is so important. The difference here is when you experience strong neediness and an unhealthy attachment is that this reassurance is something you constantly seek from your partner which is now really starting to interfere with the natural flow of intimacy, the beauty of a relationship, the magic of a relationship, right? Because as we know, a flower grows when we nurture it, but not when we try to control it and try to check it constantly and destroy the the earth around it, right? Like that that beautiful cliche and Buddhist saying, right? It just needs the right amount of nurturing. And being overly needy and unhealthy attached is something that is actually going to cause the opposite of what we want to experience. The more we cling, the more they're going to distance themselves, but more about it in a second. The issue here is that even if a partner gives you constant reassurance, it only fills this void for a short time until it eventually becomes even stronger. Unhealthy attachment or strong neediness can be seen as seeing your partner, or if you're not in a relationship right now, you might have done it in the past, seeing your partner as the only source of all the joy, abundance, love and wholeness in this universe. And of course, everything will go wrong if that is how you perceive life. Yes, your partner it must should be a great source of joy and love, but if they are the only source, then you're completely dependent on them. And for instance, if they might go through a difficult state, you will not be able to actually be there for them because all that will come up is that you're crumbling inside yourself and you need them to their state to change and they to give you reassurance constantly. So this is this is of course a very unhealthy dynamic that is then starting to play out. 
I even worked with clients who, at the beginning of our work, um, thought they could not live with that specific person that they were so attached to and experienced so much neediness with. And after doing deep, deep work with them, they for the first time were able to exhale with relief, realizing they are their own source of joy, love, and wholeness, and that they are still going to survive and even thrive if they choose to let go and work through that. Easier said than done, but it was in, the reason why I'm sharing this is because it's incredible when you are with a client and they're like, no, I can't live without them. I can't, no matter what happens, no matter how toxic the relationship is, I can't live without them. And then suddenly, yes, I can, I'm, I'm actually okay. And I am my own source of love. And it's, the whole abundance is not in them. Abundance is everywhere and abundance is inside me. So, of course, neediness always comes from a deeper sense of unworthiness you feel within. And your partner is the drug. But each time you take this drug, the low becomes longer and the high becomes shorter. And you're seeking more highs and more highs and more highs. Instead of a relationship being this wonderful, beautiful sanctuary and expression and flow of love and intimacy that so naturally happens when we are in our body, when we are in our heart, when we are living our truth, embodying our, our true core. Now this is this unhealthy dynamic is starting to really interfere with that and is causing so much pain, anticipation. Are they not reassuring me? Are they abandoning me? And this is, of course, the huge thing. What is neediness? Neediness usually comes because you felt abandoned in the past or rejected or you had to always please your parents and do all sorts of things as a child to gain their attention, their love and approval, which more speaks towards the pleaser at the end of the day. But this can also express itself in a sense of neediness that only when you got really needy, when you got really, so to speak, in a very um, difficult, heightened, anxious, stressful, stressed state that they would pay awareness, that they would give you attention. But usually it comes through some form of rejection or abandonment. doesn't have to be for your parents. could have been for a past relationship. I've actually worked with many people who, well, everyone has challenges in their childhood, but they didn't, they weren't abandoned or rejected. But then they had this one relationship. Boom, there was some betrayal trauma there because their partner cheated on them or there was some huge uh, abandonment or, or or at least perceived rejection right because this is not if we look at cutting edge research around trauma it's not about this is a trauma and this isn't a trauma it's about how we perceive that in that moment right and if that is a perceived strong rejection and abandonment then that can lead us to become very needy so neediness comes from unworthiness that unworthiness is usually comes and is rooted in a deeper fear of abandonment and rejection that must have happened somewhere in the past or something you have seen your father, mother go for that can also be an expression. Finding the source, understanding where your pain is coming from will not heal it. That is why it's not one of the ways to effectively heal it because just conceptually being aware of it is great. I still recommend that if you are aware and can find out where this comes from, it is very, very helpful. 
But it's still not one of the ways because being conceptually aware is great. But the reason why I would, it's important from my perspective, if you can, to be aware of what happened is because it creates some distance between the attachment and your partner. Because when you are aware of it, it creates that sense of healthy distance that makes you realize that this is not all about your partner, that this actually is something deeper inside you. This is very important. This is a kind of first step to really start to tackle this. Because when you are really in the grip of that attachment, if you're neediness, if you're experiencing it right now, you're right now in a relationship, then it's all about your partner. And, and it's, it feels so real because the anxiety, the stress and all of that it causes is real, of course, in your body. And, and your nervous system is feeling that strain from this. But... The moment you're aware of this, it makes you realize, okay, this is coming from a deeper part, from something within me. It creates some distance. It won't heal it, but it creates some distance. And what hurts the most here, of course, is that the more needy you become, the more your partner is going to distance themselves from you, which now serves as a perfect subconscious proof and evidence that you always get abandoned, that you are unworthy, that you are not good enough. Whatever the limiting belief that is in your subconscious driving this behavior. So this is the tricky thing. When you're in this needy state, you will always get some evidence that you are going to be rejected. You are going to be abandoned. Why? Not necessarily because your partner really rejects or abandons you, but if you study nervous systems, then you know that when you are in a state of neediness, you are in a state of heightened stress, anxiety. You are in fight or flight. The sympathetic portion of your nervous system is activated. So you are communicating to your partner's nervous system that they need to protect themselves, that they need to run, so to speak, when we're talking about kind of, it was in, in the past, it was important when there's a tiger you want, and you see another person, you want to be able to read their body language. And here is where evolution has, so to speak, not caught up, <laughs> not caught up with us, because now we're always communicating with um, our partners and other people's nervous systems. And if you're in a state of high neediness in that moment, then you are communicating to your partner that they need to protect themselves. And that will then give you that subconscious evidence in that moment that they're pulling away. But they aren't pulling away. Maybe some in some rare scenarios, yes, but in most cases, it is just because their nervous system is communicating to them, which is not something they're controlling consciously. So you're pushing people away by being needy, which only further perpetuates it and makes you become more needy, more stressed, more anxious, yearning for more approval, more reassurance. And of course, this is a very vicious cycle. And when you are in that vicious cycle, that is very, very challenging. I personally have been in that vicious cycle because of my abandonment wound that I experienced from my father dying early in my life. And I know exactly how that feels when your body is shaking in anxiety because you're so sure that they might leave you, that you are not worthy, that, 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 that they're pulling away. 
Whereas in truth, it's just that that trauma is that um, wounding, completely hijacking your nervous system. Short break. This is for men and women. If you want to harness the power of masculine and feminine polarity to create deeper intimacy, connection and trust in your intimate life, then I invite you to join my upcoming Evolve with Feminine Testing workshop on the 7th of April. As the masculine, you will learn how to respond to feminine testing in the most powerful and conscious way that leads to deeper intimacy and trust and strengthens your masculine energy. As the feminine, you will learn to embody your aura your awakened feminine energy in the most unapologetic and healing way. You will learn to liberate your voice and heart's medicine and to discern whether you're coming from your deep feminine wisdom or from a place of wounding. Click on the show notes to learn more and to save your spot. So this really leads us to the first powerful way to heal it. And that has to always be, this is going to be a step-by-step approach. Step one is to regulate your nervous system. If you can regulate your nervous system, if you can ground yourself once more, then you can deal with it. Because this is about tolerance. You want to increase your window of tolerance. As in the end, neediness and any painful emotion or what experience is a sensation in your body. And you are unconsciously using your partner's validation and reassurance and love as an escapism from the painful sensation in your body. Now, on the flip side, if you are able to tolerate this sensation, then it no longer has the same intensity. So we're looking at increasing our window of tolerance. Is it going to be nice? Is it going to be comfortable? Is it going to be enjoying? No, never unless you fully heal it. But until you fully heal it, the way to heal it is to increase our window of tolerance. And you do this by regulating your nervous system. So what are what are some of the fastest ways? That is, of course, breath. You want to activate the parasympathetic portion of your nervous system. So when you are in eagerness, as we said, you're in fight or flight, heart beating faster, and you're breathing harder and quicker and more rapidly. So what we're doing here is we want to focus on our exhale. So one very simple way, some box breathing, for instance, we can breathe in for four. Through our nostrils, long deep breath, ujjayi, this means constricting the back of your throat. Hold for four. Exhale for eight. Especially when you're doing a long exhale like this through your nostrils, you will notice that at the beginning it might be difficult, but with time you need to, so to speak, time your exhale. Because if you do it too rapidly, any of this, then you won't be able to do it in the kind of intervals of four seconds, then four second hold or six second hold and then eight seconds out. It doesn't really matter, but the key focus here is that we have a longer exhalation. If we focus more on the exhalation, if we lengthen, elongate our exhalation, we're naturally activating the parasympathetic portion of our nervous system. Now, when we are doing that for not once, but when we're doing this for a few minutes, it becomes impossible for our nervous system to stay in fight or flight. 
This is the power. This is the power. If you really fully focus and go into this, you can regulate your nervous system. This doesn't mean you will feel amazing and you will love it and you will suddenly say, oh, this is the best thing in the world. No, but it means you're increasing your window of tolerance and you're able to tolerate the sensation. And you need to teach and train your body to be able to tolerate the sensation of neediness. This is how you heal for that rejection, abandonment, trauma or wounding or unworthiness that is at the core here. So this is the core because it's really about interrupting the pattern. You're interrupting the pattern by no longer escaping through your reassurance and hits of safety you require, you need from your partner as a, as a temporary way to kind of feel better about yourself, to feel whole, to feel validated. You're now interrupting that by learning to tolerate the sensation. And this really leads us to step number two. And step number two is that you need a practice that works for you, a practice from where you can source love, validation and wholeness, and of course, internally. So you want a practice that really works for you, that's simple, that's not too complicated, something you can do, especially if you're at the beginning of healing this every single day, maybe even a few times. That is completely fine. And I'm going to give you some tips in a second. Um, but you want the practice that works for you, that has um, that is very minimal effort that you can do everywhere or as quickly as possible, right? You don't need to do a big setup or anything along those lines um, or take long to get into it. And you want to then source that love and validation wholeness from within. This is now teaching step number two. Number one, pattern interrupt and increasing the window of tolerance. Number two, teaching your body, your nervous system, your heart, that you are your own source of love, validation and love. And of course, this is where the true magic and transformation starts to unfold because it's one thing to interrupt the pattern. It's another to actually, you know, step into that power because that's true power, spiritual power. And we're able to do that. That's when our life truly transforms and we no longer need to be in relationships that are unhealthy. We no longer need to stay in relationships out of needing validation and all of that. Because of course, through our neediness, we are very prone to stay too long in unhealthy dynamics because we feel like we can't be on our own and we can't be with the, again, what? Sensation of that pain, of abandonment, of rejection that is playing out. So one of the things I recommend here is tapping. There is the emotional freedom technique, EFT tapping, which most of you might have heard about. There are many other versions of tapping. There's also energy tapping. So of course I teach about um, exact practices and how to do these things in my polarity program. And um, this is my upcoming couples program where you really learn how to create the deepest intimacy and polarity and connection possible. And a part of it is also learning how to regulate yourself, learning how to become your own source of validation and wholeness. So tapping is one of them doesn't matter which version, but allowing you to source that from within you. Then another one that I recommend here is heart breathing. So you can start to breathe deeply into your heart. You can sit down in a meditation. You can visualize your heart. You can bring your awareness into your heart and breathe deeply Inhale, cultivating energy in your heart. Exhale, you visualize expanding this energy into the rest of your body, right? I teach deeper about this practice in my, in my polarity program and other, other um, in-depth offerings. But for right now, just take a moment, bring your awareness into your heart. Breathe deeply into it. Visualize ener guiding energy into your heart. 
exhale through your nostrils, visualize and ex expand this energy from your heart and the rest of your body. If you do this for a few minutes, you will start to feel your heart more. You feel more connected to it, which means you start to connect with the love, the wholeness, the abundance that resides within you, that resides within your heart. And now from that state, you have not just interrupted the pattern, you have sourced that love and validation wholeness within. And now you can relate to your partner in an entirely different and in a, in a very conscious way, in the way you truly deep down want to want to show up. And this leads us to the final and last step, which involves communication, of course. So the first two are focusing on yourself and the third is communication. So I invite you to be radically honest with your partner. Assuming you are in a safe relationship, share with them that right now you're feeling very needy. Bring it out in the open and you can bring this even in a humor, humorous way. Instead of it getting awkward by you being in the trap of that vicious cycle and you're needing approval and reassurance, bring it out in the open. That changes things. Say, you know what, I'm feeling so needy and I'm, I'm really needing to hear I love you right now. And it, it's, it's, that's what's happening right now, right? But it, while this takes the pressure and intensity out of it, it kind of works through that awkwardness and disconnect that happens because you're operating from a place of wounding. But it, it, it really allows your partner in that moment to show up for you. And again, we don't want your partner to constantly need to reassure you endlessly, but it can help. And that is okay. But even more important is that when you see your partner being relaxed about it, laughing about it, not laughing at you, but laughing and saying, baby, you don't need to worry. I'm here, you know, but it's totally fine. If you feel that neediness, I understand. If you see a relaxation, it can make click suddenly inside and you go, wait a moment. They're, they're relaxed with this. They are loving me. They're accepting me as I am, even as I'm healing through this. And this can add so much beauty, so much more humor, and so much more, take so much more of the seriousness and intensity out of it. So really bring it out into the open. To conclude, step number one, pattern interrupt. Regulate your nervous system. What's the quickest way for elongating your exhale? Staying with that. You cannot stay in a fight or flight if you stay with a parasympathetic breathing for several minutes. Number two, have a practice you always turn to where you can source your own love, validation and wholeness from. And number three, bring it out into the open. Disrupt the awkwardness and unconsciousness around it and, and allow your partner to 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 hold you as much as they can without overly, right? That's the danger. But as much as they can, still being healthy and to hold you and accept you and love you in the process of you healing this. And then watch transformation take place. It might take a while because it is a deeper wounding and trauma, but that is fine. Be gentle with yourself. Baby steps and each step you feel progress and that progress will give you momentum and that progress will give you the fire and courage you need to continue to go deeper. Now, when you are experiencing any unhealthy dynamic, doesn't have to be neediness, could be any unhealthy attachment or unhealthy dynamic that you and your partner keep playing out, 
the polarity program is for you because it helps you to heal and work through that. Inside, I teach you all the foundations, the practices, the resources for you to build the deepest relationship and union humanly possible. Now, I also have free offerings. Every Friday, a powerful newsletter coming out with in-depth focus on a specific subject. So you can just subscribe to it in the show notes and you receive every Friday a really powerful, value-packed email. I also have other offerings. If you look at lorinkren.com slash trainings, you will see all my other offerings. If you've enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you can rate the podcast five stars, if that's how you feel about it, and even leave a few words or sentences about how you feel about this podcast, because this helps us tremendously and only takes about 30 to 60 seconds. If you haven't subscribed yet, I invite you to do so, because then you will have every new episode out. And if you share this with someone who you think will benefit from it or in your socials, these are really amazing ways how you can help us to continue delivering these in-depth episodes entirely for free bi-weekly. Wherever you are, thank you so much for being here and have an amazing day.